You guys, I want to introduce to you my skincare expert, Natalia Castillo. Everyone wants to know how in the world do I have the most gorgeous, beautiful skin? Yep, thank you very much. I know. And it is because of her. Natalia Castillo is my go-to skincare specialist. She takes care of me. And I'm telling you, you guys will love her. You will find her at the ACPS. It is the Aesthetic Center for Plastic Surgery. And if you really, really want to know more about them, you can visit them at their website, ACPS Plastic Surgery. It is a med spa that I love to go to. It's so easy just calling in and say, I need to set up an appointment for my facial with Natalia. And they take care of me immediately, in and out. They take care of skin rejuvenation. They do something called derma infusion. They do cool sculpting. And Natalia does all of that. She's also taking care of my laser needs. Like she does laser reduction for me. And I swear to you, people say, oh, it's painful. She makes it so painless. Love, love, love her. So if you need to find out more about how you can get great skin, follow her at her Instagram, Natalia Castile, at Natalia Castile. You will not regret it. I will give you guys all the details and she will take care of you. I promise you she will do a great job for your skin. You will not regret it and you will have the best skin of 2022. to be back with you another day another episode so today we're going to be talking about thrifting and thrift fashion something I'm very passionate about something that I've been talking about in the past and if you guys know me and follow me on social especially on Instagram I'm always posting fashion that's been thrifted that's been resell um, things that I find at different places it is just the thing that I feel like it's the future of fashion and I'm hoping that it'll get to the future of fashion so it's whether thrift shopping um, finding things in La Segunda which is what that's how it started for me Today, I've invited my friend, Andrea Daniela, and she is a multifaceted woman if I've ever met one. Like, she is so multi-talented. She does music. She's a singer and also a writer. I just discovered you write music as well. Um, a real estate agent. And I work in commercial real estate. In commercial real estate. Real estate yeah. are, uh, right. So we have that in common. My husband and I do that together. And um, so you're like one of those young women that I love to follow because <laughs> I know you're always doing something and also part of the Houston Millennials group. Um, I actually recently stepped down as chair. Okay, because I knew as, you were a leader yes, on that I was group a, too. a huge leader on the women's committee because women empowerment is like such a yes. passion of mine. Huge. I just was that. like ru running myself too thin with so many things. I'm still obviously committed to Houston Millennials and whenever I can make it to the Never King events, I'm going to be there. Um, but I just had to take a break from being such a leader in the organization. I, it was I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. Welcome to the podcast, Daniela. Welcome. And so tell my listeners just a little bit more about you. Maybe um, a little bit about how you came to, to not just thrifting, because we're going to talk about that later, but just give us a little bit of like your bio. Okay, perfect. Um, so born and raised here in Houston, East End. Um, I went to 
of Legalupe on navigation as a child and discovered my passion for performing at a very young age. My mom always made sure I was like on stage because she saw that that drive in me. Right. So uh, my background actually in performing started at Mecca, which is a very well-known um, you know, program here in Houston for what they call at-risk youth and um, discovered mariachi, discovered flocorico and started taking violin classes and I really was just I such a that. hyper ch- child that my mom <laughs> wanted to put me in everything. So I was like the poster child for Mecca. I was in every single art area you can imagine. Really? Did you do Flocorico too? <laughs> I did Flocorico. Yes, I competed so in that. Cool. I did mariachi. I did vocal. I did guitar. I did piano. I did it's violin. another thing we have in common. I was a Flocorico dancer too for yes. 15, 16 years. So that was actually, dance was actually that. my first passion. So dance was your first passion. Exactly. And from there I discovered being a musician. So that's when I started doing violin, mariachi, and it just evolved from there. I ended up going Amazing. to HSPVA. And HSPVA is where I actually discovered my passion for thrifting um, because HSPVA la- allows you to wear whatever you want to school. So okay, so it was like th- no there, uniforms. There's no you uniform. were used to uniforms because you went to Catholic school. Exactly. So it's very uniform going to a, a public school public that doesn't school. require it. Exactly, but everyone's so artistic oh at HSPVA. You know, it's a high school uh-huh, performing in visual uh-huh. arts. Yeah. So it's, it was in the heart of Montrose. Now they have this like new school in downtown that's like amazing, but the old location used to be in the middle of Montrose. And um, my friends started taking me to thrift stores in that area, oh Buffalo goodness. Exchange. And it started off more for a stylistic reason. You know, um, I wanted to embody that classic air, Audrey Hepburn, Jacqueline oh, Kennedy. Right. I love that style. If you can see this, this uh-huh. dress is thrifted actually. Um, but soon realized the importance of it and right, like right. why it was important for the environment True. but it started off as really just the passion of the style was me trying to find these old vintage vintage pieces clothes. exactly mm-hmm. that do, they don't get made as much anymore right exactly. and they only exist in certain type of stores mm-hmm. yeah exactly you know i love that because you know for me my story in thrifting started because we had to thrift we didn't have money for like new clothes so my mom would take us to la segunda she would take us to like garage sales and that's where we started finding things and like we were annoyed with her sometimes because she would take us to all of these different you know places um the goodwill the salvation army and we were like so annoyed but then we discovered that we we would find like things that she could bring home and like she would mend them and she would make them different and she would like tighten them up and like make (laughs) them really sexy and we were like then we started getting really excited about thrifting you know and it was just like not just because we couldn't afford like new clothes um for me it was like finding like a hidden like a hidden gem and like that's exciting that's what thrifting makes me feel like super, super excited about, like finding that one thing. And my sister later on, when we were growing up as teenagers, we would go to these stores to look for the old Levi's. Oh, my oh goodness. My Those are still so popular. Yes. <laughs> and now, I mean, now that, now that I look for them, you know, they're very expensive now and I don't have any more. But those were the pants that you wanted to go look for. Wranglers for and Levi's. Wranglers and <laughs> Levi's and then the guests. The guest with the little triangle on the butt. Like, you needed to have that, that particular style. And, oh, my God, I can't, like, uh, just when you find them, you're like, ah, you scream. <laughs> you're so excited. Then you hope that they're your size. And the high-waisted, <laughs> and the right? high-waisted. They were high-waisted. Because I remember I was still wearing high-waisted even before high-waisted was a thing. I had pictures from high school, and I graduated in 2009. So um, I was already wearing high-waisted, like, those wow. long skirts, all these. And I remember my sister would always be like, you dress like a grandma. Why do you dress like a grandma? 
And I don't know, I just, I just always loved the fashion from, you know, the, these other errors. Right, and, and I feel like it's important to also have your own sense of individuality and style. And I feel like you developed that yourself. You created that for yourself. You saw a photo, you saw something maybe in Audrey Epburn mm -hmm. that made you feel like, God, I want to embody a little bit of that. And clothing can do that for you. Oh, it definitely can. Yeah. And also make it your own, right? Because every time I look at a piece like this dress that I'm wearing right now, it was actually way longer. And when I bought it, my boyfriend was like, that looks like a grandma dress. Why are you going to buy that? <laughs> <laughs> but I have a seamstress that helps me with all my clothing. So I take it to her and I'm like, I, I see a vision. Yeah. I need it to be like more cinch at the waist. Yes. I need it to be shorter. Yes. You know, bring in the sleeves, all this, and then yeah. the vision comes to life. And sometimes the vision is hard to see for other people. Um, but I always see that vision and I and make then, it my own. And then you wear it and then you post it and everybody's like, where did you get, get that? that? Like, <laughs> I knew. I knew. I had the vision. Exactly. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, everyone gonna always asks me. me that. Yes. But, and that's like a huge thing now. I feel, especially my generation, you know, we're super tied to these fashion brands. Yes. You know, uh, Shein and Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova. And I. And Zara. I, I, I haven't. I don't. I don't shop at these at these stores. You know, Zara is a hard one for me because I love their clothing, mm -hmm. and um, but it is hard for me to not shop there. Yeah. Um, no, but and I feel like it's, it's important to have a little bit of a balance. You can't be right. completely against it and not you know have a little mm -hmm. you know leeway. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But um, when I find a Zara piece at an, like at the thrift store, then I'm like, oh my god, this is the jackpot, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> I feel so much better about it. Yes. Um, oh, cool. But but and a lot of those companies, by the way, are starting to do resale for their own pieces, which is great. I actually heard about that. I've heard about so H and M. I know it's one of the companies that's doing it now. Like people can bring in their old H and M. And they can repurpose a lot of that stuff now, which That's is a amazing. really great idea, I think, in terms of, like, where we are as a generation, where we are, where we're going in faster, faster, slow fashion. I think it's a great start. Um, and I think a lot of things still need to change, though, right? Like, I, I'm glad that you brought up this generational thing, because um, as a Gen Xer, we we still kind of go to malls. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of us still, we're so used to going to the mall um, and, like, shopping labels and that kind of thing and, like, seeing... Um, Seeing thrift fashion, like, not something that we're very, and some of us are, like me, I'm very comfortable with it, but a lot of us just feel like um, we're just so used to just wearing, like, a certain, like, a certain label and having, right. like, a certain look well, and sticking with it forever without thinking, maybe you can find it in the thrift store. And I think, I don't know if this, if this speaks to you, but I know that, that there are certain generations that, I mean, if you if you went through, like, for example, my mom, uh -huh. where she went through a lot growing up, and now she's at a place and she's comfortable where she feels like she can afford to buy better things, I think that that also makes her feel a certain way to shop at the thrift because it's like, I've already worked so hard, and I deserve to buy myself this. Something and new. Something, something new, something nice. Higher quality. Exactly, and mm -hmm. I completely, you know, don't want to take that away from anyone. No, right, uh-huh. And I think that 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 there's that kind of association with like, well, maybe it brings back a memory of your childhood of like, well, I don't need to shop at the thrift anymore. I I don't I'm not coming from that you know place anymore. I've I've already made it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. really, it's just like the consciousness of the environment and like, what are we doing to like change this? Because it's fashion is like one of the biggest contributors, you know, of, of pollution, of pollution exactly yeah. in in the planet. 
You know, and I, you're right. I think a lot of the perception, like there's a perception that when you're thrifting, you're wearing somebody else's clothes and right. it's used, it's not new. So there is that perception that it's a, a poor person's place to shop. Um, but for me, for example, although I could afford to buy better, nicer clothes, for me, it's about finding a special piece that I would not find at a fast store, number one, and the quality might be different, might be much better. Um, might be a piece that's not made anymore, which is super cool to find something you can wear that's not made anymore, and the new fashion houses don't make them anymore. How freaking cool is that, right? Like, you can do that. Like, you can go thrift and find something that maybe is not done anymore. Um, and, and, and just for me, it's also become a social responsibility component in my life, and I think that's where you are as well. Exactly. That's where I'm at. I mean, when you say about these unique pieces, because people, again, there is that perception that because it's thrifted, it maybe needs it. It's like a low quality or a poor person's perspective. When, quite frankly, thrifting, for me, buying vintage is yeah. actually way more expensive. You know what it is. It, <laughs> it is. is. Like when I find these really unique, I recently just went to a thrift store in Galveston and I found, you know, a replica hat that Julia Roberts wore in Pretty Woman with the brown yes. dress, because I want to create that look. Oh. I already have the dress, and I've been wanting to find the hat. That is so iconic. I can, really? Yes. I can't wait to see it. So I found the hat, and my when my boyfriend saw the price, he was like, <laughs> uh, are you serious? But it's yeah. not cheap. I mean, when you find these really unique pieces, if, mm -hmm. especially if it's a really great quality, you think about how long that, I found a Kate Spade original skirt from like the 1970s. Oh my goodness. And it was in perfect condition. So you think wow. about the quality of that material uh -huh. and how it's been able to be preserved all these years. It's tells been, you it, it tells you everything about the quality. So The manufacturing, the, the time, yeah. And it's not, you know, necessarily right. cheap. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely more expensive, but it's worth it because I know I'm going to have that skirt for maybe for generations and maybe pass it down to my future daughter. <laughs> See, that's that's the part that I feel like we need to we need to really change mindsets of the, of the ladies nowadays and look at fashion in the sense of like there's a higher mission out there for us and not just the, in the way we dress, but our approach to clothing as a whole. Just the approach to 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 styling ourselves, to to embody a certain look, a sign, signature look for ourselves, and to be proud of it and feel good about it. Not just you know following the trends, which are so typical now. You know they'll pull them up on Instagram, and there's a trend. Okay, let's follow that trend. Let's go with it, even if it doesn't work on your body. Some people will still do it. And there's a few trends that are out there that I'm just like so annoyed with because it's like no. Ladies, it doesn't work for everyone. Like, really find something that makes you feel really confident about you. And for you, I'm guessing it's, like, older vintage um, pieces, right? Definitely. I yeah. like this conservative style, but I also don't want it... Like, if it's going to be, like, covered right here, you know, I'll obviously make it a little bit shorter here. But I like to have that balance, Um and, and embody that that classic look, you know? The classic look, That yeah. classic conservative look, but obviously not be like totally covered from head to toe do your friends <laughs> know that you like to thrift shop do you let people know that that's your oh, like yes. your go-to thing my friends always ask me where i buy my pieces from yeah. and, and even on when i post on instagram everyone's like where'd you get that uh um piece from and i'm always like thrift store and people are shocked <laughs> usually shocked because they yeah. they like oh send me the link you know they're thinking that i'm bought it from you know some website um, or are they asking, are you not doing well at work? Why are you <laughs> shopping there? <laughs> I think now it's definitely way more, yeah. um, 
you know, acceptable, acceptable. In, that, in that sense. But so, people always, yeah. I think they always kind of use the, the this excuse of like, well, I never find anything good. Right. And that's, and, that. and that's really like a lot of my friends, they'll be like, I need, you, I need to go thrifting with you because when I go, I never find anything good. And I'm like, I just, I, maybe you're not looking right, girl, because yeah, <laughs> every yeah. time I go, I find amazing things. <laughs> so we're going to get to that at the end where we're going to give them some tips on how they mm-hmm. can find a little bit of that. But what, what are you, some of your favorite places to find some treasures? Give us some places that you like to go to here in Houston. So there's a place called Cargo. That's in East End. Um, I like that place. I actually like to go to thrift stores that have a, a deeper purpose. So there's one in Leak City um, called ICM. It's like inter missionary Christian faith okay and all their thrifting goes towards like domestic violence victims so um that store obviously Salvation Army um right there on Washington I actually wrote down a few but there's going to be a new thrift store that's going to come to East End on on Robert Street which I'm really 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 excited for because she has Super unique vintage pieces. Oh, my god! And it's called the Houston Vintage Market. So she's, I actually went to her shop yesterday. Um, it'll be at 201 Roberts. Okay, perfect. And she has made, she's been collecting vintage clothing Ugh. for 40 I can't wait to try plus years and has never sold a piece. So I walked in there and I felt like I was in my dream. It was amazing, the pieces that she had. So she collects for herself and now she's decided to sell. She, she's been collecting all these years, um, I think, with the uh, intention of maybe one day opening up a, a vintage uh, piece. But I think she has, I mean, close to probably a million dollars in inventory. Like, she's been collecting for so many years extremely unique pieces. I mean, extremely unique. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. So Buffalo Exchange is also another one. Yes, um, I love going there. Um, positive, Montrose. There's a place called Positively Grand Resale Mall, and that's... Um, like in Santa Fe area, and I just discovered Chai Moons in Galveston. So I like to go to more small vintage thrift stores Okay. Um, in the sense of maybe they're not, like, well-known. You know, like Goodwill, everyone knows about it. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Family Thrift, all these big, big names. I really like to find these, like, small thrift stores that are maybe not very well-known. Right. And especially when I'm traveling – I always make it a point to look for a thrift store. So yes, this past, I do too. This past weekend, I was in Marfa for my friend's wedding, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I went thrift shopping, you know, because when you go to these small towns, you just never know what you can find. I remember I went to Denver, and I found, like, a unique original dress in the 1950s <sighs> because <sighs> I went to a random thrift store in the small town in Denver called Pegosa. My friends, I want to introduce to you the Vanguard Agency. They are fit for Texas. They are in the business of helping people to save money. For all of insurance needs, the Vanguard Agency cannot wait to work with you. Get a quote for your home, get a quote for your auto, a quote for your business and restaurant. They are ready to shop your insurance policies with top-rated insurance companies. Go see my friend Humberto Garcia. He's been in the business a long time and makes an effort to make your insurance policy needs as seamless as possible for all of you. Tell him you heard about them here when you call him at 281-453-8770. They speak Spanish, and I know they will take care of you. (laughs) 
Y'all, nothing beats a healthier ride than a 45-minute spin class at Cycle Bar with you. Y'all know I've been on a journey of health and wellness. My doctor recommended that I do cardio to improve my blood pressure. It's been high and I have hypertension and nothing has worked better than the Cycle Bar West U class. I'm telling you, Cycle Bar has the smart bikes. They will calculate your distance and your calories. The music's great. The vibe is great. The lighting is amazing. And the trainers really want to make you have that amazing experience. I don't know if I mentioned this to you. But if you wanted to, you can ask for your favorite workout songs. They want this to be about you. They want you to have the best experience possible. And by the way, I am letting you know now that they have a new rider three pack for only $49. Amazing. You'll find them at 3233 Southwest Freeway. Or you can also reach out to them at 713-677-0477. And their email is westu at cyclebar.com. Ask for Guillermo. He's going to take care of you. If you don't do anything else for the rest of the day and you do this cycle bar with you class, I'm telling you, you're going to walk out and you're going to feel like a badass. Wow. So every time I shop, every time I travel, I definitely recommend go to thrift stores in that area and small thrift stores are like maybe like mom and for pop sure, brand. For sure. I love that too. I, I have one that I go to all the time as a designer diva. I don't know if you've been there yet. It's like a big warehouse. Where is that? Hurt? That's over here on in uh, Spring Branch, not far from here actually. If you take the Beltway and well, exit, check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've I've gone there a few times because I always find something that I like, and I've been finding really good um, uh, designer, like French designer stuff there, like really cool jackets, um, a few dresses that I like to wear. You know, I have a particular style, too, so it's also quite um, unique in me finding things at these thrift stores that actually fit me, too, and my body type. So, you know, for me, I always so go in there with, like, this, this intention. This is what I'm going to look for, and this is what I'm going to find. And, and I don't just go in there and just looking around for, like, let's see what pops. I always have, like, an idea in my head of what, what I'm looking for next. For example, um, I've been looking for a red skirt for a while. Just because I have a lot of, like, stuff with red. And for me, color is, like, I love color. I love bright, bold. Bright colors. Bright, bold colors. (laughs) Love bright, bold colors. And then my style is also a little sexy, a little sensual, you know. Um, I like things that are, like, low cut and, like, fitted on my body. That's just, that's always been me. So once I go there and I find a thing, I always realize it's either too small or it's just not fitted for, for my body type. So the other thing that I always recommend is have somebody that you can go to to tailor your stuff, especially when you're buying thrifted. Definitely. That is that's like something you mentioned earlier, too. That's yes, something I, you do. I have a seamstress that I work with on a regular basis because as a performer, I'm always, you know, have different outfits right. that I'm performing in. So she actually helps me with all my performance outfits and then even like my personal outfits as well, you know. So I take all my things to her. But even the thing, the thing, the thing about it with thrifting, you know, you're gonna have to obviously spend yes. on on getting it tailored, yeah. and and sometimes that kind of turns people away. But for me, because I'm so short, even if I were to go and buy something online or you know fast fashion, quote unquote, I'm gonna have to get it tailored anyways because mm-hmm. I'm so short. So like if I buy pants. I'm going to have to get them right. hemmed. If I buy a dress, it's probably going to be too long on me. So I'm already used to that experience of getting things tailored. So it's really not anything new for me to, to go in and ask her to, you know, take this in. Or, 
And honestly, even when you buy fast fashion, whatever fits perfect. Like exactly. what? Really, right? Like there's a, we're, all the body types are so different. But in fast fashion, you have to make everything kind of like universal. So a large has to fit a large, a medium, and a small. So usually I go with like a medium, but a lot of times the medium is either too big or too small. Too small. Like, yeah. So honestly, I'm like a schmedium, yeah. you know, yeah. like right between small and medium. <laughs> yes. That's a good one, so, medium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there like a particular fashion influencer or thrifter that you follow and that like inspires you or, you know, you like their style, like you can share with us? I wish there was more fashion influencers, to be honest with you. And I think that in I, this realm, because there's a thousand, like, there's a millions, thousand influencers. But in this particular, in this realm, yeah. I wish there was more. And yeah. if, if there are more, please let me know because I would love to find you know more influencers who are specifically talking about you know thrift thrift fashion. Thrift um, thrift. I just heard a thrift word. Thrift influencers. <laughs> I do follow this YouTuber. Her name is Kristen Leo. Um, and she talks a lot about how to quit fast fashion. So that's a YouTuber that I would definitely recommend to watch. There are two people I follow on Instagram. I wouldn't call them fashion influencers, but they definitely have a large platform and they bring a lot of awareness to thrifting. Um, one of them is Sofia Esperanza and she actually is from Houston. Oh. She went to HSPVA as well. And that's great. Now she lives, I believe, in Canada, but she's actually a super activism when it comes to veganism. So she's a straight up um, vegan. She all that she posts about is like being sustainable. And she recently just started a like a thrift fashion movement. Um, it hasn't fully launched yet, but I know she's always talking about right. she actually used to be a model. So she was a model for all these like big brands. And she talked a lot about how she had this disconnect with being a model and realizing that like she was modeling for all these brands that were doing all these harmful things to the world and her being vegan was just like it was just wasn't aligning so she quit modeling and now she's just like super focused on like bringing more awareness to, like the environment and like being sustainable so wow. I, I really in, um, am inspired by her and then there's also another girl named Gabriella Smith she had a TED talk Gabriella on Smith she sounds very familiar to me She's, I, I believe she's from Florida, but she had us talk okay. about um, quitting fast fashion. And her IG is focused on her. She also has like a movement called Upcycle Fashion. And she talks about um, a lot about, you know, quitting fast fashion and why is it important for the environment. So those are just a few people that I know that are definitely bringing more awareness. So let's talk a little bit about why fast fashion is is affecting the environment because the amount of clothes that comes out from a lot of these um, companies like Shine, we talked about them, mm -hmm. Fashion Nova, they are creating pieces on such a fast pace and thousands and thousands of pieces are being put out. Um, not only does that affect the, the, the workers, that are making those pieces because obviously a lot of them are underpaid and they come from countries where the you know the circumstances are not so good. Um, it it keeps putting out things so that people are constantly changing and changing so that you don't always wear the same thing twice. Like it's you, you if they catch you wearing that thing in a picture two or three times, why are you still wearing that? Like you know, there's fast fashion now. You can go buy yourself. So I bought two pieces from Shine just recently because my friend. Um, designed a collection for them. Really? Alicia, yeah. Alicia, what's her name? Alicia. She's a lofty mom. That's her handle. 
And she's a designer, she's an illustrator, and so she got a collaboration with Shine. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna support you. It's really, and the pieces was a top for $16, and then it was a pair of shorts with like, for like 12. And I realized why people are purchasing, it's because it's so cheap. cheap. It's extremely cheap. So if you consider how much that piece costs, consider how much they're paying the person who makes it. Consider the the quality of the fabric as well, you know, and I'll support her and I'll pay. I'm not I'm not saying like, oh, it was a bad purchase or anything like that. But it made me think, wow, this is why people are going to those sites all the time and buying these things is because they are so cheap. Especially I think around my my age group, everyone is purchasing at these websites. It's really hard to be that one person that's like not shopping on these websites that everyone's mm-hmm. shopping on. Mm-hmm. So I tried to live by the model like refuse, reuse, reduce, and recycle. And refuse is like the first thing on there. And I actually coined this fa- this like phrase was coined by um, that YouTuber that I mentioned. So refusing really means like when you see these really cheap things online that seem super trendy, you really have to refuse it because even if it seems so tempting to buy it and mm-hmm. it's like so cheap and so cute. Refuse it. <laughs> you just, you have to refuse, refuse it, it. Because, yes. it because it's just, it, there's a more important meaning behind it, you know? And I would recommend viewers to watch the documentary, The True Cost, that came out in t- 2015. I watched it, it's so good. It is, it's, it's super eye-opening and you see really what fast fashion is doing to this planet and that's really what opened my eyes more about the meaning behind thrifting. Because before then, thrifting for me was just a passion about finding these unique pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think really what's awesome about thrifting is that you're going to find pieces that are so unique that no one's, we're not all wearing the same thing. I don't know how many times I've gone to an event and like I have some friends that are wearing the same dress yeah. or wearing like the same dress in a different color because they mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. purchased it online in the same store, you know? Mm-hmm. So I like the feeling to know that, like, whatever I'm wearing, it's so unique. No one else is going to have it. It's been obviously hemmed to my, it's, mm-hmm. and it's so unique that no one else can can wear it, you know? Mm-hmm. So think about it that way when it comes to thrifting. But And I think that's a really great way to put it. It's make it your own. Make it your, your signature that um, not only are you, are you conserving on the planet's resources, but you're also setting your 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 style you're giving yourself because i think a lot of people you have to look at from a vanity viewpoint you know it's not just i'm i'm sad to say it but if you say the social component and the social responsibility and save the planet and like help the earth and like you know (laughs) contamination they're just gonna say oh like so annoying i'm so done with that like that's all people talk about but if you say yeah yeah you can develop your own signature style like how amazing that you can you know have your own piece nobody else has it you you're the only one that has it right I love that's that. a little more like, feeling. Like, I, that's why I have you on today, because I want us to to really talk about this more and, like, really create a consciousness around um, fashion and the way we dress ourselves and how we see pieces of clothing from now on, right? Hashtag make thrifting cool again. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good one. Make thrifting cool again. I love it because it is, like, how do we encourage more of that? How do we get them to, like, really buy into to it? To really buy into it, exactly. Yeah. And I, th- I think I think it's it's the, the how cheap it is. But when, it's, when you say it's cheap, it's actually cheap in material as well. It's yes. cheap in so many different ways. Like, not just the price, but the quality is so cheap. I've had friends who, who buy things from that website, and it breaks, like, after one time of wearing it. 
But mm-hmm. because it's so cheap, they're like, ah, oh, it's whatever. I'm just going to wear it one time anyways, and then I'll just throw it away and get something else. But see, that's the mindset mm-hmm. that I'm that I'm trying to get to. Like, right. how? why is it okay for you to just think, oh, I can just buy it, just wear it one time and throw it out? Where is it going when you're throwing it out? To landfills. You know? and but, but see, their consciousness doesn't go that far. That far. Well, I think... It goes to, I'll donate it. I'll give it to somebody or I'll give it away. I think there's a deeper conversation to be had because thrifting goes in line with just being more conscious about the entire environment, period. And I think that, unfortunately, us as a society, we're just not conscious about what's happening right now. Like, there's a, there's, even when it comes to food, even when it comes to just trash in general, there's Mm -hmm. so much, we're destroying the planet. We're literally destroying the earth and no one seems to care. It's, it's almost like this perspective Very of, few people care. And yes, that's the problem. That's Very the problem. Because and, they're, and they're mocked. It's like Greta Thunberg. They mock mm-hmm. her over and over and over. So why would they want to be an activist if you're going to be mocked? Right? It's not the very appealing to be that person. You are mocked. And <laughs> it's like you're, you almost sound like you're like on this like hippie platform. Like, oh, my God, save the planet. Save the earth, you know? And it's you important. Don't, and it's like the more that that it keeps happening, the more that we just, I think it's an out, out of sight, out of mind kind of perspective that a lot of people have, where they're like, well, it doesn't affect me personally that we're destroying the planet or that I'm buying all these fast fashion, so why should I care? Mm-hmm. Why should I care? Because I'm, I'm doing it, and I'm, get, and I'm obviously, like, reaping the benefits of buying super cheap clothing, and I don't get to see the, the repercussions of that. Yeah. But it's like on the other side of the world, for every reaction, there's a reaction. So here we are on this side of the earth where, consuming, you know, we're consuming consuming, 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 consuming. But on the other side of the planet, then you have, they're receiving the, the short end of the stick, right? Where they're going through super piles of clothes, right? Exactly. And living in these just inhumane conditions, sweatshops, and how much they're getting paid to make this clothing for us. I think it's important that, you know, we hone in on that particular part of this whole um, conversation. Exactly what you're pointing out. We're living here and we see this here, but we're not seeing the other side. We don't. And we refuse to see it. Sometimes we don't want to see it. Because if we see it and and then we see that we're contributing to it, it feels shitty. You're like a shitty person now. I don't want to feel like a shitty person now. I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, I, it's my fault, but it is because every time we're buying pieces over pieces over pieces over, and I get it, like people want to be like, you know, dressed and 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 I, I love fashion myself, and and I, but at the same time, you know, I I feel like I have a responsibility to my planet, to my earth, to to the things. Everything that I do needs to have a purpose and an intention. Like the way that I drive, like I just got an ele- all electric car. For me, that was another little way for me to just kind of feel like, okay, you know, making I'm, positive I'm making some changes. So I think it really can be little small things you yourself can do in your own way. It doesn't have to just be buying thrift. It could be, you know, you know, saving containers or recycling. Recycling. You know, mending clothes, swapping with your friends. So that's the next part I wanted to talk about because I wanted to talk about some tips. Let's give our, our listeners some tips on some things that they can incorporate little by little in their life. Guys, you do not have to do all of these. Do one or two at a time. Right. And if you 
comfortable, if you like it. One of the things I do want to recommend, because I do this and I love this, and it's been like a really cool thing for me, is Poshmark. I sell on Poshmark and I buy on Poshmark. And I love doing it because I feel like somebody else gets a piece of me, right. a little piece of my, my history, of my stuff. And what's good about Poshmark is that you know that your piece of clothing is going to have a home. Yes. Because even when it comes to like even donating to like these big, big warehouses, unfortunately, there's no guarantee that that clothing is not going to be end up in the landfills, yeah. you know, because they just they get so much donations that they're going to have to get rid of yeah. a lot right. of it. It's right, right, right. So there's a highly likelihood that some of that clothing will end up in landfills anyways. Right. So Poshmark is a way for you to know that this particular item is going to go to a nice home and someone else is going to use it. Great point. Mm -hmm. Great point. The other thing I love to do and I love to use is uh, rent the runway because um, I love to rent. And um, there is a component on the dry cleaning there that's not quite, you know, still honed, you know, in the best way. But for me, I do love designer pieces. I mean, I, I love feeling like I have a designer piece and they're the quality. I love to feel the quality of a good dress with a great zipper. And that's how I'm able to get some of those dresses without having to purchase and keep them, you know, in my closet. Especially if you wear them for one special for event. For one special event, which is what I love to do, especially when I travel and I like to take like very cool pieces for like my photos or like my travel flow or, you know, uh, photos influencer um, <laughs> photos um i love going to rent the runway because i just wear it for that one time and send it back i haven't tried rent the runway but i i definitely want to look into it especially if it's like a really important event that i want like yeah. something super fancy for yeah yeah that's what that's usually what they're good for so what's another thing you wanted to add as a tip i would say whenever you're traveling to go to find thrift stores i think those small mom and pop thrift stores are the best to find just unique pieces. Great tip. Um, I would recommend them more than like the, or, you know, franchise big names that everyone knows of, but really try to find thrift store that's small, family owned, or even thrift stores that go towards like a cause, like, you know, women who've been battered or, you know, homeless, homelessness. So um, I like to find those kind of thrift stores. Yeah, you know, and the other thing, um, one thing that I I I mostly thrift is clothing. I really don't do shoes, um, but I keep the same shoes for a very long time. <laughs> I know, mean, I so have like funny. a shoe doctor. Girl, you're you're preaching <laughs> to the choir. I get made fun of for my entire family because I will wear a pair of shoes until. Until they're falling. Apart. Until they're yeah. literally Until they're walking they're, on their own. <laughs> Until they're walking out the house and I, on their and own. And I know yeah. I don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. But, my, but I get made fun of constantly because, no, recently I was at, like, a networking event, and thank God that my my, my heels didn't break until after the event was over and I was walking oh, towards my car. But it was, like, goodness. right at that moment where I'm crossing the street and then the heel just breaks. They were holding on by a thread. <laughs> by oh a thread. God. And I was like... If those would have break like just five seconds before while I was in the event, that would have been so embarrassing. But I was already close to my car that no one saw. So I just yeah. got in my car and I was like, bye everyone. Mm -hmm. And I get home, my boyfriend was like, Why do you wear your shoes till like they're falling apart? Like That's me. But but yeah. it's because you have to be conscious. Like I don't want to have to keep buying new shoes all the time. So I'm like And I buy good quality <laughs> shoes. That's exactly. the one thing I spend really good money on are my shoes. Like, I, do I too. spend good money because for me. 
the the make of the shoe, the quality of the leather or whatever it is, the the heel needs to be a sturdy heel. Like there's so many things. I used to wear painless when I was a little girl and hated them because they stunk. Like you would wear them and you would sweat just a little bit and they smelled so bad that when I was older and I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing that ever again. I'm going to go buy some really nice designer shoes. So my shoes last me a really long time. There was a chat in middle school that, that people would say because got made fun of for wearing Payless yeah. shoes, and it was like, Payless shoes ain't got no grip. You'll fall down and break your hip. Oh, my God. That is so perfect. <laughs> that is like the perfect song for those. <laughs> yeah, so I, I honestly do believe in buying really high-quality shoes as well. But when you have them for five years and you've been wearing them so many times, of course, at some point, they're going to break. Yeah, they're going to give up. They're, they're like, going to can't help you anymore. I'm sorry. I can't help you anymore. Yeah, so have a shoe doctor on call. Like, I have my shoe doctor. I know where I need to take my shoes. He takes care of them. So that's one thing I really don't don't buy at thrift store just because I'm very particular about that. Um, but, uh, like, really when you're thrifting and you're going in there, maybe go in with an idea of what you're looking for so that you're not too overwhelmed because it could be a lot. Very overwhelming. Yeah. So maybe if you're saying, you know, I want to buy, like, a, a blazer. I have, like, a, a, an interview where I have an event that I need to go to and I want a really nice, sturdy blazer. Like, that's a good place to go find one is at a thrift store because I that's where I find some really great blazers. Or I would say, too, like, if we're talking <laughs> to people who have never gone thrifting before, it doesn't necessarily have to be clothes because maybe that makes you feel uncomfortable to buy someone else's clothes. Maybe you just buy a, a thrifted purse or a hat right. or start off with... Handbags are a great right, idea. Yeah, so start off with another item, you know, so you can get the feel of, of thrifting and that can be your introduction into thrifting. Even thrifted furniture, there's a place called Hidden Treasures um, in Pearland and in NASA and they have amazing quality really? furniture. My parents buy all their furniture from there, but I mean... Solid wood, gently used, practically new. Um, right. So even furniture, even, you know, I, I always look for records because I have a record player myself that, I, that that's also thrifted. So um, there's just so many unique things that you can find at thrift stores. It doesn't have to be clothing, but let's just start the initiative somewhere. Yeah. Start small. You don't have mm -hmm. to do too much. It's just one little thing you can do. So before we go, Daniela, I want you to tell me, and is it Andrea Daniela, or how is how does your name go? Is, yeah. I always, that's all I see, Andrea Daniela. That's my name. Okay, so my okay. full name is actually Andrea Daniela Martinez. But okay. I like to go by Andrea Daniela. I think it just has, like, a little ring to it. It does. It's a beautiful <laughs> name. Very beautiful. So what is your most prized thrifted possession? Like, the Ooh. one thing that you're like, oh, my God, I just, like, love this thing. I think it definitely has to be that, that dress that I mentioned that I bought in, in Colorado. It is just that perfect style, goes out at that flare, it's cinched at the waist, it fits me like a glove. And um, when I found that dress, it has like, it's floral print, it's pink, it's very Andrea. So when I found that, that dress, I was like, I need to try this on. If it fits me, this is meant to be. And it fit it me perfect, be. perfect. So... That's one of my definitely prized possessions. And just the hat that I recently bought, that's also something that I'm going to keep forever. But I do have a lot of unique pieces. And I think just being on this podcast kind of makes me realize the importance of sharing more of that. Because mm -hmm. I do try to share it, but I think that I need to do a better job of sharing more about where I find these pieces or, or maybe sure. letting people know that what I'm wearing is thrifted and put it out there more because there needs to be more influencers, like you said, that are 
showcasing thrifted fashion. I agree. I think it's important. I think it's a great way for us to just to start the conversation, continue the conversation, and maybe get more people talking about it. For me, my most prized possession is a red coat that I bought at a thrift store called um, What Goes Around Comes Around in New York City. Oh, I bet so, you that's gorgeous. So New just, York probably has amazing. Just like you, I love to go to thrift stores when I travel too. I'm just like the same way. I will go to hashtag thrift in New York or wherever, wherever I'm going and I will find the places. And that coat's been with me maybe 15 years now. It's a, it's that that coat and then there's another coat, a, um, a Donna Karen that I bought there too. And I did spend a little pen, a, a price on it, I did spend a little bit, and I just like, <laughs> did it. But, but it was worth it. It is like such a good quality coat, and I and that one coat I can wear it when I go to Europe, and it's freaking cold, and I know it's gonna keep me warm. What's well, a good saying? quality? It's a super good quality. It's well made. It very it's well, well worth constructed. It. It's so worth that money. I think I've I've gotten my return on that investment for sure. You know, yeah, exactly. it's been at least 15 years. And every time I travel, I take that same coat. When it's super cold, I take that same coat. And I don't care that my pictures are always with that same coat. It. I'm always with that same <laughs> coat. But yeah, you can borrow it whenever you want. <laughs> I love sharing my clothes. Um, I'm so grateful for, for you. I'm so grateful for you to come in today and Thank talk you for about having these me. things. You have just given me so many other good ideas of other things that we can talk about in the future. I would love to have you back and just keep on that conversation going. Yes, I know we talked a lot, a little bit behind the scenes as well. Exactly, so exactly. I'm so. excited. And even for the viewers watching, I mean, if you're not thrifting, let's just be more conscious about the environment in general, you know, recycling, taking care of our environment and our planet because we future generations they want to they they, exactly it's the only one we have and for for our future generations that are going to be living on this planet i i just to think about all the animals that are extinct think about just it's just really sad honestly and if we don't do it nobody will Mm -hmm. and if we want to see change in the world we it has to start with With us us. and i think people have this perspective of well, I'm only one person. I can't make a difference. What can I do? What does it matter if I do that? Or what does it matter if I recycle? Like, I know my family was always, I was, since a little girl, I was always, like, pushing my parents, let's recycle, let's recycle, let's recycle. And they were like, what does it matter? We're the only, like, what what difference are we going to make? But if everyone comes together and makes that small difference, it really can make a huge impact. So let's just try to be a little bit more conscious about our planet and take care of it. And we're going to end with that because that is such a good ending right there. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you for inviting me. Love you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Friends, I must tell you, I know the place to go if you need house audio, TV installation, security monitoring. I am telling you, these people are so, so good that I cannot wait to share them with you. AVS Concepts is the place to get all of these things taken care of. They're the experts in audio video. If you are entertaining and you need music, call them. If you just purchased a new house and you want to have security, you've got to call them. They are the best at all of this for you. I am so excited to share them with you. They are new sponsors for the podcast. You will not not regret having them in your house. They can put anything up and create the most amazing surround sound. I am telling you, when I watch my movies, I like to watch them with surround sound. And thanks to AVS Concepts, I can do that. 
Follow them at their Instagram account, AVSC underscore HTX, or you can also find them at their website, avcschouston.com, and tell them that Alicia from Vines My Alicia sent you, and they will take care of you, I promise you.